Every minute, every moment counts. Hello, I'm Julie Hyde, and I understand what it takes to make these moments count for leadership, business, and your life. This podcast will deliver insights and game-changing leadership moments that will allow you to level up and shine a light for those around you. Let's get into today's episode. Janelle Johnston, or JJ, as she likes to be called, has a passion for developing her clients' public speaking abilities so they can utilize their voice as a marketing tool in their business. JJ has helped thousands of business owners transform their lives and their businesses through her live events, online trainings, personal coaching, and her podcast, Be Your Own Best Coach with JJ. And her soon-to-be retreat. She understands the power of people and strongly believes that the most powerful competitive advantage in any business is achieved by utilizing and developing people's potential. And I 100% agree with that. So welcome, JJ. Hello. I'm so excited to be here, Julie. I'm excited too. You've done your exercises. So I'm revved up. Watch out. Luckily, I don't drink caffeine and I don't drink alcohol, so uh, I don't need any of that. I'm already fired up enough as it is. We don't need any of that. But it's so good to have you with me today. And I'm looking forward to deep diving into this powerful chat with you about how we can be our own best coach. Yes. But first of all, the essence of this podcast is called Making It Count. So I would love to know what that means to you and can you share how you make it count in your world? Well, firstly, I love the title of your podcast, Make It Count, because to me, the meaning of that is to really leave a legacy, to make a positive difference. And I think that in this world, we can be so self-absorbed. You know, it's like me, 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 me. So what can I get out of the world? Where for me, making it count is being able to make a positive difference. And it's like you disappear. I remember one of my mentors said to me once that, because often when you say I want to leave a legacy, it's very much about getting some recognition for what you've achieved so that people will remember that you did that. And I remember him saying that for him it's all about not even getting that recognition. It's about being able to do something really positive and people you don't get any recognition, maybe even people don't even know that it was you, but you're just leaving your stamp, that positive stamp on the world and making that positive difference and you don't need any of that recognition. So for me that's making it count and it's making your life count. You know, every day I wake up and I say, thank God that I'm alive today because not everyone gets that blessing. And so I think that we are on this planet for a reason and I think that if we can make a positive difference, let's make it count and let's play big, let's play a bigger game. And I think sometimes we limit ourselves in the world and limit what we can do to help others. And so for me it's all about playing a big game and helping as many people as I can with the skills that I've got. What a powerful answer to that question. Like I love so much about that. I totally agree with you about the legacy in that it doesn't necessarily mean you have to get the recognition, but it's about leaving though the footprints or the stamp as your mentor called it. Leave your mark on the world. It's really 
thing, Julie, I did a Facebook post ages ago and I remember saying, okay, so what I want you to do is I want you to do something for someone else and not tell anyone about it. It was so interesting, the posts and the messages that I got back because it was like, oh, yeah, I do that anyway. And they're telling me all this stuff that they've done (laughs) to get recognition in the moment. So we're so programmed to be liked and to get that recognition. So to be able to leave your positive stamp and then walk away and go, you know what, No, maybe no one even knows that I did that. It's just a really beautiful thing to do. And I think that as you get older and as you you grow as a person, I think that, yeah, it's a great thing to do to be able to leave some really positive stamps on the world and maybe not anyone even knows that you did it. Yeah, beautiful. Just tapping into that comment just for a minute before we move on to be your own best coach, are you seeing people thinking about the me, me, me more so now than before? So say more so now than maybe 10, 15 years ago, potentially with the introduction of social media because that's made a mark for us to do that, to think about how are people going to see us? What are they going to think? Am I getting enough likes? It's all about all about me. Look, I think social media can be a great platform to get your message out. This is my second business. I had my own first business at a young age and at that stage there was no social media. The biggest thing I had was being able to have a database and send out emails and, you know, it was a cold calling. So it was a really challenging way to get your voice out there, to get your brand out there. So social media is a great way to get your brand out there. But also it taps into, and social media is very clever in the regards it taps into the human psyche. And the human psyche wants to be liked, wants to belong. And so things like, yeah, the different platforms that we have definitely play into that and they can be addictive. And so people do put posts out and want those likes and that's a natural human condition for people to want that. But I think if we can just see it for what it is and say, okay, you know, it's not about that. It's about just putting your message out there. The thing for me is when I put a message out there, if I don't get something back, for me, it's more about, gee, I haven't touched as many lives today. But it could be one person. It could be one person's life. I remember I did a training a couple of years ago and I said to the guys in the room, let's do a Facebook Live. And I put the phone around the room and each person did this really positive message in regards to, you know, they're talking to a stranger on social media and they're just saying, here's a positive message for whoever's watching. And we got a message back from someone that nobody knew that said, thanks so much for that and that message. I had a really tough day and it was really challenging for me. So we don't know who's watching. I even had one person, I did a Facebook Live a while ago and I had someone message me to say, I really didn't want to do life anymore today. And they'd gone through some really big challenges and they said, and then I saw your Facebook live and it changed everything. And I'm like, the first thing I thought was, thank goodness I did that Facebook live, right? So even just that one person that you can touch and, you know, for any entrepreneurs listening out there, you don't know who's watching either. So, So sometimes it's people that don't even like your stuff that's watching and that can get that message across. So, yeah, I think social media can be 
be a great platform to get your voice out there. And I think that we've just got to keep giving and providing that service and serving our audience with the talents that we have. And as I said, not wanting that recognition back because those likes don't mean anything really. No, that's right. Sort of flipping that mindset to being in the serving, like you say. So as I said before, like you could have spoken on a gazillion topics actually (laughs) and you've chosen how to be your own best coach. So what was the catalyst for you choosing our topic today? We can't lie to ourselves, right? Every day we wake up and we see ourselves in the mirror. When no one else is around, we're left with ourselves. And so for us to be the best version of ourselves, we need to be our own best coach. We've got to talk to ourselves like our own best friend. And if we don't, and sometimes, you know, people have come to me, I've worked and coached people, and they've got this really negative self-talk. And sometimes it's somebody, it could have been a parent or someone that they grew up with that was telling them that they're not good enough, a teacher or something like that. And that teacher and that parent maybe not be saying it anymore, but they're saying it to themselves over and over and over again. I was went and did some training in the US and there was this gorgeous lady that said, can we catch up when, when I was in New York? And we caught up and she was telling me all about her abusive relationship that she had with her husband. And she was in tears and she was telling me about all of this abuse. And I said to her, wow, you know, when did this happen? And how are you right now? And she said, oh, I don't see him anymore. She said, I haven't seen him for five years. So she's bringing up all of this pain. He's not even saying those things anymore, but she's saying it in her head. You know, she's keeping the abuse alive even when the abuse isn't happening anymore. So how we speak to ourselves, how we can be our own best coach is so important because it's going to affect our life and the lives of everyone around us and it's going to affect what we can achieve or what we can't achieve in life. So I'm really focused. I'm writing a book at the moment and it will be launched next year. It's about a manual for your mind, being able to open that book and be able to say, hey, you know, if I feel anxious or if I feel there's a challenge that's happening that you can just tap into some really great strategies so that you can be your own best coach. It doesn't mean you don't need a coach as well (laughs) because I think there's great things that a person outside of yourself can give you but you're living with yourself every single day and so how you speak to yourself is so important and if you can learn to have a strategy to be your own best coach well, like the world's your oyster because you'll achieve more and you'll help even more people out there. Yeah, gosh, there's a lot in that. As we both know, I totally (laughs) agree with what you're saying and I always say to you, you know, when we're talking about leading others and we lead others in our lives every single day and play that role model, particularly in home, it's like you cannot be a leader of others or a role model of others, unless you are that role model for you too. And the thing that you said about, you know, talk to yourself as your own best friend, I think that's a huge issue for so many people and not just women, for men and women at the moment in that all of this negative self-talk and the chatter that I think has been amplified during COVID times as well. So it's understanding what we're 
doing to ourselves, how we're using our minds and our mindset? And is it in a way that's sort of depleting us or is it in a way that is empowering us? None of us are perfect, right? And I think sometimes that we make mistakes or we don't achieve what we want to achieve, but it's about speaking to yourself like your own best friend and saying, hey, cut yourself some slack. And I think sometimes people will compare themselves to others I work with a lot of coaches and the interesting thing is a lot of coaches are really hard on themselves because they think that they need to be perfect to coach others and that's not how it works because if you're waiting to be perfect to be a coach or to be a leader, you'll be waiting forever because nobody is perfect. And so when you can actually say to yourself, okay, cut yourself some slack, you can be the best version of you with only the resources that you've got right now. So I know that I'll be a better version of myself next year, 10 years' time, 20 years' time, because I'm a forever learner. And so we will make mistakes. That's just part of the human experience. But it's how we work through those and talk through those with ourselves. We are all leaders, but you cannot be a leader of others unless you are a leader of self first. Over the past two decades, I've empowered hundreds of leaders to deliver positive impact to the business they are representing, resulting in extraordinary sales growth and high staff retention rates. I'm often asked the question, how can I work with you, Julie? Here's how. I present one-hour keynotes to corporations, providing practical tools and strategies for leaders and their teams to take control of busy, to be intentional with their actions and achieve the high performance results that they're looking for. I also work one-on-one with a select few ambitious and courageous leaders who understand the key to creating their success starts with them. So if you'd like to connect, you can find me at juliehyde.com.au. Yeah, absolutely. And do you think being that forever learner, is that the key for, you know, being our best coach? Are there any particular tips that you could share with our listeners about how we can be our own best coach? One is definitely self-talk, right? So how we communicate to ourselves is so important. One of the tips that I would offer is to have some really great empowering questions because life is created with challenges built in. If you haven't had a challenge in your life now, gee, you're really lucky because I don't know anyone that hasn't. But it will come, right? So we will have challenges. And so how we can talk through those challenges with ourselves is really important. So empowering questions are really important. You might say stuff like, how can I make this better? What can I learn from this? How can I change this? Who do I need to step into to be able to fix this or change this? So have some really great empowering questions when challenges arise. So it's what you're saying to yourself. And if you're saying anything out loud, because sometimes people say things out loud and they say, oh, it was only a joke. So they might say, oh, I'm the fat person or I'm the stupid person. And they might say, if you're saying it out loud, your unconscious mind doesn't know the difference between what you're saying out loud as a joke to the truth. And so be really mindful of what you're saying in your head and out loud about yourself. And catch yourself. If you're dropping something and saying, oh, you're stupid, say, no, I'm not stupid. It was an accident. And so you just really think about how you're talking to yourself. And then even the tone of voice that you're having when you're talking to yourself and the way your body is. 
So when people do depression, their whole body changes. Their eyes look down, they hunch their back, they walk slowly. And when someone's empowered, their shoulders are back, their eyes are up, maybe have got a smile on their face, they're usually you know, walking faster. So change your physiology. If something happens in your world that's making you anxious or it's challenging you, maybe it's about, okay, I'm going to get my walkers on and I'm going to go for a walk and listen to a positive podcast. So have some strategies I'm a real firm believer if what you fill your mind with. I don't watch the news, for instance. It's ever on. I do watch TV, but I don't watch things that I don't think are empowering me. And so if the news is on, straight away I turn it off. And people will say, well, how do you find out about it? I know everything that's happening in the world. It, it comes in different sources. But whatever you're filling your mind with, some of it will stick. Even if you're saying to yourself, oh, no, I'm not really listening to this, it will stick. So if you're filling your mind with garbage, some of that garbage is going to stick and it will influence you and your decisions. So it's about being the master of your mind. Be really protective of what goes in your mind. And that includes who you surround yourself with. So your tribe is so important. You know, if you've got negative people, naysayers around you, people that have limiting beliefs around what you can achieve and what you can't achieve, then it will stick. Some of it will stick and it will be seeds of doubt that they will plant. You don't want any seeds of doubt. You want to be working with someone and surrounding your someone that sees your beauty, sees your talent and wants to lift you up so that you can play a bigger game. So the tribe that you surround yourself is really important. And the things that you do from courses that you do, books that you read, I mean, you can see, well, the viewers can't see, but I've got like a a big bookcase. I've got that many books, Julie, that I'm building a new house and we're having lots of bookcases because I'm just passionate about self-development books and cookbooks because I love to cook. But filling your mind with great books, podcasts, courses, retreats. I've got a great retreat coming up, uh, which we'll probably talk about later, but really challenging yourself with all of this great information. There's some great leaders out there. And I love to challenge my beliefs. You know, one of my biggest mentors or one of my biggest coaches, I suppose, people ask me this and they say, well, who's one of your big mentors? And I think, oh, there's lots of people. There's Tony Robbins, there's Lisa Nichols, there's lots of great people that have been my mentors. One of them has been my son. From a really young age, he has taught me a lot because he taught me about my beliefs and busting my beliefs because he, what do kids say when they're young? Why? You ask them, this is what you're supposed to do, but why? And you're like, oh, but why? And then suddenly you're challenging your own beliefs. Yeah, so it's really important who you surround yourself with that's going to help you as well because their influence can be really, really powerful. Awesome. So there's really good tips there, starting with the self-talk and how we communicate with ourselves, including like the tone, the words and our physiology. Well, I suppose those two things drive our physiology, don't they? And having strategies in place so that we can take ourselves out for a walk when we're not feeling great, what we fill our mind with, who we surround ourselves with and who you're learning from, which is going to be another question of mine. And, yes, you have a gazillion books behind you. 
and you are in the business of inspiring others constantly every day. And so I was keen to understand how you get your inspiration. But one thing I know to be true about you is that all the books behind you, you've actually read and absorbed rather than... A lot of us have a bookcase full of books that we haven't actually read. I can't guarantee I've read all of them, Julie. I have to confess, I'm someone that loves variety. So I've usually got about three books at a time that I'm reading. But one of the things I have said to myself, because with my personality profile, is that I love to start things. And so now I'm making sure that I finish things. And so I'm really disciplined now with I start a book and I must finish it. So when I've got those three, I have to make sure that I... uh, Okay, so that's your commitment. What if the book isn't doing it for you? What if it's a struggle? Do you keep going? I'll keep going to a point because sometimes I think some books you may not get. Like one of the books I've got here, I think it's Tony Robbins' Money Book. It was not such a subject that I loved, but it's something that I needed and so I persist to read books like that because sometimes it's the stuff that I need or that maybe even sometimes it might be stuff that I don't really understand. I've got to get the concept. So I'll work through that. But if it is a book that's really not doing it for me and I've read a fair bit of it, that it's enough, then I'll say, no, it's just, just a waste of time. But as for inspiration, for me to inspire others is doing what I say to others. It's making sure that that I'm surrounding myself with amazing people and I'm always looking for my next coach. And I think as you go through different stages, you need different coaches and so I'm always looking for the person that, you know, whether it be in finances, whether it be mindset, whether it be spirituality, whatever it is, I'm always looking for that next amazing person that's going to give me those gold nuggets of inspiration. And I get really inspired by my clients. So I think that why I do what I do is because of my personal challenges that I've had in my life and speaking up, using your voice, all those sorts of things, the challenges that I've had in my life at a young age has really served me. And so I've been able to have empathy for others and to be able to use my story to help others. And then when I'm coaching others, they've got amazing stories that I listen to and the resources that they tap into. And I'm inspired by so many of my clients. So my inspiration is from my stories, from my client stories, and from any of my mentors and any courses and stuff that I do. And I'm a forever insatiable learner. That's what I say to myself. I just love to learn. So there's not one day that goes by, Nelly, that I haven't got a podcast as I'm doing the housework, for instance. I'm a big fan of that as well. It's like using that time to fuel your mind with inspirational knowledge or whatever that might be. Yes, so I'm a massive advocate of that as well. So thank you for sharing that. I can't believe the time has just like zoomed past and I should have known this would have happened. So... First question, how can people get in touch with you and what have you got coming up next year? I've got some exciting stuff coming up next year. So we have a retreat happening. I'm so excited about this retreat. It's a self-expression retreat. And then I have my business breakthrough mastery, which is a 12-month program 
that leaders and entrepreneurs that have their own business go through and we work together for the whole year and we do different subjects that's a lot of fun too so anyone that wants to get in contact with me can follow me on my instagram so it's jj speaker coach on instagram or on facebook youtube or linkedin it's janelle johnston so j-a-n-e-l-l-e Johnston, J-O-H-N-S-T-O-N, no E. Not Johnstone. No, not stone. I'm not a stone. I'm a stun. Amazing. Thank you so much, JJ. And I will share all the links for JJ and how you can get in touch with her on the show notes. So thank you so much for being part of Making It Count today, JJ, and for making it count and for making a difference to so many people out there. My absolute pleasure and thank you, Julie, for having me and for doing what you do because you do a lot for others and you're a great leader. So thank you so much. Thank you, JJ. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode and I trust that you enjoyed leaning into one of the precious moments shared. I invite you to leave your thoughts as a review in support of this show. You can also share with your network and even rate and review it. I would appreciate that feedback and connection. I'd love to connect on LinkedIn or Instagram via my handle, Julie Hyde Leads. Until next time, live and lead intentionally and make it count. Make it count.